Chapter Seven of Handy Mandy and Oz by Ruth Plummy Thompson. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Seven A Horn of Plenty. After the first awful ducking, Handy, without losing a second, began to practice her swimming. Striking out with strength and purpose and her seven good arms, she managed to keep abreast of Knox, who was moving easily along in the center of the torrent. Bothersome as the Topsies had been, the goat girl could not help feeling sorry for the little turn towners. At first she feared they would all go down, but then they just spun round like water bugs on the surface, and, while they made no progress, seemed in little danger of drowning. In fact, they could no more sink than corks or kindling. So, busy with her own struggles, Handy dismissed them from her mind and tried to figure out the reason for the sudden and overwhelming rush of water that had deluged the city. At any rate, it was fine to be rid of the topsies, she reflected philosophically, and when the flood did recede, Turntown would be good as new and twice as clean. The current was racing along so swiftly now, the last Topsy had long since disappeared, leaving only herself and Knox in the broad, tumbling expanse of water. Knox had not uttered a word since his first outcry when the flood had overtaken them, but he looked so glum and disagreeable that Handy, thrashing along beside him, wondered what would be the best way to start a conversation. As it happened, the royal beast saved her the trouble by starting one himself. Well, he snorted bitterly, I see you still have it. What? gulped the goat girl, forgetting to use her arms for a moment, and in consequence shipping about a bucket of water. What? Have what? My horn, horn, gurgled Knox, glaring at her angrily over a wave. And if in the future you will keep your hands, all of them, off my horns, it will be better for us. This seemed to Handy a very unjust and unreasonable attitude for Knox to take. But she was too occupied keeping afloat to stop and argue the matter. Swim closer and I'll screw it back, she offered, obligingly holding up the wooden hand in which she still clutched the right half of the royal headgear. But at this, poor Knox was deluged by a robust stream that still poured from the golden horn. Hastily plunging it under the surface again, Handy watched her fellow adventurer emerge sputtering and furious from the depths. Well, of all the stupid tricks, gasped the ox, swimming rapidly away from her. Stop! Keep off! Don't you dare come near me! But see here, panted Handy, going after him in real exasperation. After all, it is your horn. And am I to blame if there is a river inside? What do you want me to do? Throw it away? No, no! bellowed the ox, stopping short and looking frantically over his shoulder. If you throw it away, I'll look like a fool. If you keep holding it, we'll spend the rest of our lives swimming round in this torrent, 
if you screw it back on my head it will probably give me water on the brain oh what shall we do think of something can't you before we both drown in your stupid old river my river handy mandy was so indignant that for a moment she was perfectly speechless yes your river roared nox treading water angrily didn't you wish for a river just before you jerked off my horn well this is it and i hope you like it why nox how clever of you to guess bubbled the goat girl a great light breaking over her wet head i remember now i was thirsty and wished for a drink uh, then a whole river and lo a river was here you mean high it was here raged nox beginning to swim again but look cried handy beating and slapping the water exultantly with her many hands if that is so all we have to do is wish it away again i'm still holding the horn and there's magic in it old toddywax magic i here and now wish this river away handy yelled her wish in a booming voice that almost split the ox's eardrums and both were so sure the wish would be granted they stopped swimming so both had a fine ducking as the river continued to rush merrily and unconcernedly over their heads bosh it wasn't magic after all my eye if i ever get out of here i'll never go swimming again as long as i live sobbed handy pushing her arms and legs wearily through the water oh i think i'll just sink and be done with it moaned the ox churning breathlessly along beside her you think you'll sink exclaimed handy popping her head up indignantly don't you dare sink and leave me here all alone besides we set out to find that little king and we're going to find him where's your sporting blood watered gurgled the royal ox in a faint voice good-bye molass you probably did it all for the best it seemed to the goat girl that nox was really sinking so flinging out her leather hand she grasped him firmly by his left horn then acting quickly before he could object handy pushed his head under water and quickly screwed his right horn in place i wish this dumb river would go straight back where it came from quavered handy as nox bellowing and bubbling backed indignantly away and this time the river went so suddenly and completely the goat girl and the ox were dropped forty feet to the bottom of a rocky gorge through which the torrent had been tumbling for a long moment they lay where they had fallen then stiffly they arose and peered anxiously around them handy thanks to her voluminous petticoats was saved from serious injury and nox who had landed in a patch of brush was not dangerously hurt either but they both were so shocked shaken and worn out from their long swim they were perfectly content to stay where they were ah oh, you see sighed handy wringing out her skirts with four hands and smoothing back her hair with the other three 
the magic is in the horn and only works when you are wearing it as soon as i screwed it back and made the wish everything was all right oh was it scowling round at his scratched flanks and skinned shins the royal ox shook his head dubiously and just think continued the goat girl brightly if your horn really is a wishing horn as soon as we decide where we want to go all we have to do is wish ourselves there no no absolutely no more of that squealed nox lashing his tail and flashing his eyes dangerously your last wish nearly killed me and if any more wishing is to be done i'll attend to it myself but how can you unscrew or even touch your own horn all by yourself inquired handy reasonably you see you need my hands and i need your horns throwing back her head handy burst into a loud chuckle thinking how comical she would look if she actually wore nox's golden headgear oh why not go on the way we started asked the ox querulously i'd rather travel on my feet than my horn any day and had you noticed handy that these rocks are purple your river has carried us clear into the gillikin country where there are mountains galore and even a silver one for all we know yes but is there anything to eat asked the goat girl in a hollow voice if these rude little topsies had just given us some breakfast i expect all they eat is spinach or turnips sniffed nox and you would not have cared for either well at any rate we're even you certainly turn the tide on them alas nox who was beginning to feel more cheerful began to shake all over i'll wager my tail they'll be more polite to travelers in the future well it all turned out so well let's make another wish proposed handy mandy practically let's wish ourselves out of here no use scrambling over all these rocks when all we have to do is to wish ourselves to the spot where your little king happens to be hmm hmm mused nox half closing his eyes nothing is as easy as that and i cannot help feeling neither can i said handy and stepping briskly up to the royal ox she gave his right horn a determined twist at the same time saying softly i wish myself and nox with kerry the rightful ruler of Carataria." nox twitched his ears nervously as his horn came off in the goat girl's best white hand and handy herself with all her arms outspread as if she were a bird about to take flight waited in rapturous expectation for her wish to take effect but this time nothing at all happened neither she nor the ox moved an inch there you are i told you it wouldn't work grumbled nox looking at her crossly it's probably not magic at all oh yes it is insisted handy screwing up her eye and peering down into the hollow interior it gave us a river when we asked for it and you can't get away from that we certainly had a hard enough time getting away from it agreed her companion come now be a good girl screw back that horn and let's be starting on but i 
just cannot understand why it grants some wishes and not others muttered handy discontentedly when i was thirsty and wished for a river i got a river aha i have it this horn gives you things but does not take you places now let's see what do we need the most breakfast suggested the ox in an interested voice oats and apples for me eggs rolls and coffee for you but for goat's sake be careful how you wish molass we don't want too much even of a good thing and one can drown in coffee or smother in oats remember the river and be exact as to size and quantity my this wishing is dreadfully complicated rubbing her forehead with one hand after the other handy mandy prepared to order breakfast first she screwed the right horn back on the head of the ox then pursing her lips firmly she spoke i wish for nox two measures of oats and apples for myself two plates of eggs and rolls and one cup of coffee turning the horn round till it came off once more the goat girl almost held her breath as the two breakfasts were set promptly and noiselessly down on the rock at her feet now you're getting the idea happily knox advanced upon his breakfast say isn't this simply manubius cried handy snapping her thirty-five fingers for sheer joy why knox your horn is a real horn of plenty and plenty of trouble if you don't watch your wishes mumbled her partner already up to his ears in oats oh i'll be careful never fear promised handy screwing the horn back on its base and falling upon her breakfast with a right good will and appetite won't the eyes of the villagers at home stick out when i tell them about this yes provided you ever get home observed the ox who seemed to always take a dark view of the future but handy mandy popping the last of the biscuits into her mouth scarcely heard him now that they no longer needed worry about provisions for the journey she felt that they would safely reach the silver mountain wherever it might be rescue the little king from his enemies and restore him to his throne then after seeing all she wished of the marvelous country of oz she would return to mount mern and startle the country folk with the amazing story of her travels come along she called gaily let's climb out of here with some astonishment they watched the empty containers and dishes vanish away and then saying very little but thinking a great deal the two adventurers began to scramble up the rocky sides of the gorge. End of chapter 7